This is What The Flux. I'm Brett. And I'm Justin. And it's Friday the 28th of January. Justin, Amazon has quietly ended a program that paid employees to post nice things (laughs) about Amazon on social media. Now, this three-year-old program was meant to counter negative perceptions about the working conditions at Amazon's massive warehouses, and now it's all over. Didn't seem to work, B-Man. Nope. After a rough couple of years, Maya is on its way back. Ah. It saw a 54% increase in online sales, and now they make up a quarter of all transactions. Impressive. Three surprising stories today, Justin. Let's do it. For our first, Bunnings has won the title of Australia's strongest brand with Woolies and Officeworks close behind. I guess lowest prices really are the beginning here, B-Man. What is the story? (laughs) So we know Bunnings are the hardware goats, Mm -hmm. and they were founded all the way back in 1886 in humble old Perth. And now Bunnings brings in a lazy $15 billion in revenue every single year. Now, we know home renos were particularly popular during COVID, so it's kind of not surprising that Bunnings took the cake for being Australia's strongest brand in 2021. And B-Man, we all know if you're not first, you're last. So (laughs) who are the unlucky losers? Um, I'd like to say Woolies are up there and Officeworks took out second and third spot. But in good news for Woolies, they also took out top spot on the brand value rankings for the third year in a row. Indeed, indeed. Woolies recorded brand value growth of 9% to $13.7 billion in 2021. That's big. So what's the key learning here? While brand strength and brand value kind of sound the same, they're actually very different. Brand strength is a marketing term that refers to a customer's perception of a brand. In other words, how likely a customer is to purchase an item from the company. Not because of the item itself, but because of the company's brand and their reputation. Now, Justin, brand value, on the other hand, refers to how much of a company's profits can be attributed to the brand. It's kind of like a financial gauge of a brand's worth. So if you were to sell your company tomorrow, how much of the price would be because of your brand's name? For Woolies B-Man, it is a lot. (laughs) Possibly thanks to keeping doors open across COVID. And providing loads of toilet paper (laughs) in very tough times. Their brand value was very, very strong. Mm -hmm. For our second story, Spotify is facing backlash over a Joe Rogan podcast episode featuring some pretty intense COVID misinformation. You could say it's time for Spotify to face the music, (laughs) B-Man. What is the story? So Spotify is one of the world's biggest music streaming platforms. Mm -hmm. And more recently, they've also become one of the world's biggest podcasting platforms. They're home to some of the most famous podcasters. We've got Alex Cooper's Call Her Daddy. We've also got Michelle Obama's podcast. And we've got the famous slash infamous Joe Rogan experience. Now, Joe Rogan, Justin, uh, he is a controversial man. He is, but he's also loved by many. But sometimes listeners reckon he crosses the line. One of them being the COVID misinformation (laughs) line. In a December podcast, Joe Rogan spoke to a critic of the COVID vax. And as a result, medical and scientific experts, and even your mum's favourite singer, Neil Young, called on Spotify to take the episode down. So what is the key learning here? While most written content has been moderated by platforms for a while, podcasts have been largely left untouched. Now, one reason for this is you can find podcasts across a lot of different platforms and apps. A podcast that lives on Spotify may also live on Apple Podcasts too. Which means all platforms would need to agree on the content to be moderated. And B-Man, here's the scary part, because there are also 17,000 new shows that launch weekly. Which means moderating all of those would be kind of hard to do. (laughs) And then someone has to make the call on whether it crosses the line. But B-Man, as platforms like Facebook and TikTok receive more pressure from experts to rein in COVID lies, this could be about to change for good old Spotify too. Yeah. For our third and final story, massive, massive, massive Chinese fashion (laughs) retailer Shein is planning to IPO in the US and not 
in China. Jeez, I wonder if their shares will be as cheap as their clothes be, man. <laughs> what Imagine. is the story? So Shein are a Chinese online fast fashion retail company. They launched back in 2008 and they're known for their dirt cheap clothes. Now, in 2020, Shein was the most talked about brand on TikTok and the fourth most talked about brand on YouTube. But Brett, they ain't without their controversy. Shein's been involved in trademark disputes. Uh, there's human rights violations. There's been climate concerns. But now they're in the headlines for a totally different reason, Justin. Yep. Reports say that Shein is gearing up to list in New York this year. And Shein's founder is even considering a citizenship change to bypass tough rules for offshore IPOs. Ooh, so what's the key learning here? If Shein lists in the US, it'll be the ultimate litmus test for Chinese companies. Back in July last year, the Chinese Cyberspace Administration, they issued some new rules. And these rules, which are not yet finalised, will make IPOing in the US a lot more complicated. And of course, more time-consuming. It may also affect a Chinese company's ability to report on key business metrics. Which would be a major issue of non-transparency in the American market. And it could severely hurt any Chinese company's share price. But the good news is, Justin, there may be a little hack. <laughs> Talk me through it. Well, if the company's founder changes their citizenship, they may be able to bypass these rules. And Brett, if it's successful, we could see more Chinese companies and founders wanting to list in the US too. Crazy. Fluxam, yesterday on the pod, we told you we were on 399 ratings on Apple Podcasts and we wanted help to get to 400. And the good news slash terrible news is, Flux fam, we're now somehow on 398. Don't know how that works, but if you can help us tip over to 400, we'd really appreciate it. How do you lose a rating? <laughs> a five-star rating and review and we'll love you forever. Thanks for listening and we'll see you on Monday. Podcasts, one reason for this is, now, now one reason for this is that podcasts, gee, I hate this word. <laughs>